Welcome to the Athlete's Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Hall, and today I have a special guest, Davion McKnight. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. How you doing? Doing pretty good myself. Just to tell the fans a little bit about you, you averaged 16 and a half points last season, five rebounds and four assists while shooting about 46% from the field. You're from Shelbyville, Kentucky, two-time All-CUSA first team, All-CUSA freshman team, All-CUSA tournament team. You scored 1,000 points in 80 games playing for Western Kentucky, and you're 2020 Mr. Ba- Kentucky Basketball. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sounds about right. So being Mr. Kentucky Basketball, how was that? I was um, it was it was big. You know, um, one thing that's crazy is growing up, you know, Kentucky bas- Mr. Basketball wasn't nothing that was like on my goals or nothing like that. Um, it was just something to happen, you know, um, just getting better over time and kept progressing on my game and it paid off. So it was a great feeling. Now being from Kentucky. Were you a big UK fan growing up? Uh, I wasn't actually. I was. I was more of a Louisville fan. Um, oh, growing up, yeah. We did not like Louisville, but it's fine. I'll take <laughs> it. So yeah, just talk about your life a little bit growing up and how you got into basketball. Um, you know, from from Shelbyville, Kentucky, small town. Um, I was. I I I've always played sports. Um, basketball is something I've been playing since. You know, I was five or six, so I've always been playing, but. I wasn't necessarily always good. Um, all the way up to middle school, I was just an average kid. And then my freshman year of high school, my high school coach asked me to be the starting point guard. So after that, I feel like that's when my game started progressing, um, finishing my freshman year, um, going to the state, losing in, I want to say, the Elite Eight. Uh, it just really drove me to keep working on my game. And that's really where I fell in love with it. And, you know, three years later, went Mr. Basketball. And, you know, now I'm here. That's great. So you were in high school when you had the feeling basketball could take you places? Yeah, for sure. I would, I would definitely say after my freshman season. Did you play any other sports growing up? Uh, yeah, I played football. I was, I, was, I was very good at football. Um, growing up, I thought football was going to be the sport that I played in college and stuff like that. But it's not – what position did you play? Uh, I was I was receiver and middle linebacker. Wow. So growing up, who helped like you develop in basketball, or like, you know, who took your game to the next level? Um, I I I don't had a lot of you know a lot of people that didn't really helped me um work on my game, but so I wouldn't really say it's just one person. Um, I don't have a lot of people, you know, my high school coaches, um, my, I have family helping me, you know, so just be part of the process, but it's, it's been a great process with everybody, you know, helping and chiming in on my progression. Who are some players you watched growing up? Uh, I like Chris Paul, um, you know, Westbrook, LeBron. So it, it was, it was my main three, um. You know, just like seeing how they play and dominate the game and still playing right now and years after they done been stamped in the league and stuff. So it's just it's just great to watch them. Yeah, I love LeBron. Do you have a finals prediction? Uh I'm a s I I I like LeBron, so I'm gonna I'm gonna of course say the Lakers. You have them beating the Warriors? Yeah. I I, I say yeah. I say it goes to seven seven. I say seven. Okay. So they're going to beat them in seven in Golden State. Like, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's nice.
So, like, you named those players. Have you tried to model your game after them? Um, yeah, I try to. Um, I, especially, like, you know, IQ players. Um, you know, Russ's transition speed and the way he can score around the rim. You know, Chris Ball's passing and savvy his mid-range, mid-range jumper and all that. You know, LeBron's just overall IQ, just trying to do it all. So, yeah, you're 6'1", right? Yeah. And a lot of times people get overlooked, you know, not having height. So, like, would you say, like, that's one of the main challenges basketball has brought to you? And if not, what are some of those challenges? Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that's a challenge because I feel like I feel like there's no, you know, there's been a lot of players that's smaller than six foot and they done got the job done at the highest level. So I just feel like you however you take it is how you take it. And I don't I don't think it's a you know, um, disadvantage in my game. You know, if I was taller, it could it could definitely help me. But I would definitely say I'm, um, you know, work and mindset is is a lot when it comes to your height and how you get done things on the court. Of course, of course. Do you remember your worst sports performance? Like it'd be football, like you talked about, or even basketball. Uh, ah, uh, my worst. Um, I'd say. I done had my freshman year, my first game of uh high school. Um I had I had eight turnovers in, in the first half. Yeah, that was pretty bad. So did you play the second half? Yeah, I still played, but <laughs> I ain't getting no more after that. So like that do you remember like your thought process through that moment when you have eight turnovers? Like what were you saying to yourself? Um, I was young, so it was really like, you know, um, probably just hard on myself, um, just out of my game, thinking about the play, the turnover I did before each turnover. So it really probably just knocked me off my game. Do you have any advice for people that, like, you know, go through that or just, you know, can't continue to play on when they just made a bad play? Um, my biggest thing is everybody messes up. Um, it don't matter what it is, as long as you – don't don't worry about the previous play. Worry about the next play and make it up on the next play. So if you shoot an air ball, maybe the next play come down and you know try to get fouled and see one go through the net. So so you can get your rhythm back or just just keep pushing. It's nice. And how do you handle your mental throughout long seasons? Oh, uh, really? Just you know, um, getting rest. Um, you know, eating well, watching film. Um, you know, just trying to relax and. Do as less stressful stuff as you as you can possibly uh, take away. So I totally agree. So let's talk about your life outside of basketball. What are some hobbies that you have? Um, I say I uh I game. Uh, I play the game a little bit. Um, I like fishing. That was probably my two main. What's your favorite game to play? Uh, uh right probably right now two K. Um, I've been on two K lately. What team do you use? Uh, it don't matter. I usually switch it up. For sure, for sure. And fishing, how'd you get into that? You know, just being from like a little country, little country town is just something that is done. My my dad and I've always done it with my dad and my grandpa and stuff like that. So, okay. For people that haven't watched you before, how would you describe your play style? Um, uh, someone who's gonna show every show everything he got on every possession. Um, like no. Not gonna take no plays off. Um, just a hard working dude. Yeah. Is there like any part of your game that you're constantly working on? 
Um, just really just my shooting. Um, just shooting, keep getting confident in my shot and shot selections, things like that. Nice. In the locker room, would you say you're more like a laid back type of dude or you're like more funny side, more hype? No, I'm more uh, laid back, chill. Okay. So what is your training regimen like? Like how many shots you get up a day or how long are you usually in the gym? <laughs> um, I try to get up at least – I get up at least 400, 400 shots a day, I say. Um, I'm in the gym at least twice, so I work out in the morning and work out late at night. You have a pregame routine? Uh, come home, I eat pregame meal. Uh, no, I take I take a shower before the game. Um, so yeah. So you talking about like your high school career being pretty much up and down until you got like you know that confidence. What is like your biggest piece of advice for someone that's like on the bench and like trying to make it, but like they haven't had their shot yet? Um, just keep working. Um. Even if you're not playing, just keep working in practice. Um, after hours, come in on your own. Just keep working. Um, and when you do get that shot, you gotta you gotta kill it. Once you kill it, you know the sky's the limit. Totally agree. Is there a certain reason you wear the number twenty? Uh, no, not really. Okay. What grade were you when you received your first offer? Uh, my sophomore year of high school. Do you remember what school that was? Uh, I want to say went 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 through. <clears throat> So coming out of high school, why did you choose Western Kentucky? You know, it was a great fit. You know, only being two hours from the from um from home, uh, great community, great great fans down here. Um, Coach Stansberry really believed in me, so it was something that I thought should have been done. Now you play with the I don't want to get his height wrong, but seven five, I believe, Jamarian Sharp. Yeah. Uh, what was your reaction when you first seen him? Uh well actually he he was my roommate um so it was it was crazy you know I walked in and I was like like you can't even say nothing because he's so he's so tall but yeah. no, he's a good dude right. did did he block your shots a lot of practice or oh yeah yeah for sure um he blocked but he you know he led the country and blocked shots so like I I knew that was gonna happen but it definitely made me better how'd you feel about his commitment to Ole Miss. Uh, I liked it. Uh, I was happy for him. Um, I'm glad he's going somewhere. He can show his skill level on the you know national TV every night. So yeah, I'm happy for him. So yeah, going back, going to your signing day. Explain what it meant to you and your family, and what emotions were going on. Uh, it meant a lot. You know, um, only being the third third kid in my family to you know um, go to college, and the first one to go on a you know a D1 scholarship. Um, so it meant a lot to my family. Um, I'm very, very family oriented and stuff like that. So it was huge. You have a lot of siblings. Uh, I got a, I got a sister and two older brothers. So was it hard leaving them? Uh, not really, not really, because my brothers are older, so they were they they don't live with me anyway. So, and then my younger sister. Uh, it was it was a little hard because her, but. Um, I I still usually go home and see her as off uh as much as I could. What type of music do you listen to? Uh, mostly like hip hop, rap type stuff. Who would be your favorite artist? Um, I'm big on I'm big on YoungBoy. Wow, I'm not the biggest fan, but you know, <laughs> I like his older stuff. I like his older stuff. You know, 
So what was your biggest welcome to college moment? Like, uh, was it a workout you couldn't do, a specific play in the game like happened to you? Like, what would be that moment for you? Um, I I say my first, my first, um, it was a little right before the season start. We we have like a few weeks where we do conditioning, so it's just straight strictly conditioning, and I could I could I couldn't breathe. <laughs> it was hard. It was hard for me to make the times and stuff like that. But it it was just something that came with it. So, so your freshman season, you averaged about. I don't want to be wrong, what, like five to six points. But the last two seasons, you averaged 16 back-to-back. So what, like, what did you tell yourself or, like, what happened for that breakout to happen? Um, Really just me being able to step up and take the take another role, Um, you know, having to sit back my freshman year and watch the older guys to my sophomore year, me being one of the older guys, um, you know, having – New either from new teammates to younger guys coming in. Um, so it was just like a step I had to take in my game, um, the leadership level and, and performance level. And I felt like my teammates helped me to put me in that position. Yeah, so can you take me through some of, like, your ups and downs of last season? Um, last season? Yeah. Well, you know, last season, preseason, we was predicted to be top one, uh, number one seed in. You know, we had high expectations for this season. Um, we had players. But I feel like this season was just all over the place due, you know, to the fact that uh, we're not winning as much. Um, our head coach goes out because he, he gets sick. So we miss him like five or six games, you know. So having to deal with a whole lot of, you know, uh, um, not not lucky stuff, you know. Yeah. So, like, what did that teach you, and how did you how did you grow from it? Uh, it just taught me, you know, that to really re- not rely, but like talk and get close to your teammates. Because um, right th- through that tough period, we had to we had to stick together uh, even when we was losing. So, all right. So let's talk nil. Um, how did you feel when that came out? And I see you have your own like clothing brand. So talk about that a little bit. Uh no, I think it I think it was a good thing that it came. Um, you know, how how much money these colleges make from, you know, us players, um, of our like, you know, our name and of, you know, winning games and we I think we should deserve something. Um so I'm I'm glad that came out and yeah, I got my clothing brand, I wanna say I started it first when NIL first came out and um, you know, I just got my little logo on it. Um yeah, but it's 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 going in the right direction. Is like is that like the only thing you have going on with NIO, or are there other things? Uh, yeah, as of right now, yeah, that's all I got. Okay, and where can people like buy your clothes at? Um, you can go to the link of my on my Instagram. So you played three seasons in college. You played a lot of good teams, good players. Do you know like who's the hardest player you had to guard? Um, it's been a lot, not a lot, but. Give me like three. Uh, I say, my I say Quinn Grimes. Um, I like him because I'm a Knicks fan, so uh, I like him. I say Jelly. It's nice. Um, trying to think, I done played some dudes. I say I I just say them too. Okay, it's nice. 
So yeah, after the two breakout seasons, you decided to transfer. Why did you decide it, it was time to transfer, and why Xavier? Um, you know, we had a new coaching – we had a, a coach's change at WKU, um, Rick Lill. So uh, I feel like – and it was, you know, just coming to a short season. I think it was time for me to move on and uh, show my talent on a, a bigger level. Um, that's why I chose Xavier, you know, Xavier being making it to the Sweet 16 last season. Being in the Big East, you know, being the one of the top teams in the Big East, uh, I felt like that was just something that I, I, just, I needed to make a jump to. Uh, and the Big East could, you know, arguably be the best conference. So I say that. So, so going through that process, what were you looking for in a coach? Uh, you know, someone who 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 needed not needed, but someone who you know wanted a a, a point guard. Um, a point guard who who's about winning, um, you know, really having an impact on the team, um, coming in and having similar roles to what I had at WKU, but trying to do as much as I can to win. So, yeah, it's like it's in Cincinnati. So, like, the location, did that play a big part? Just want to stay close to home? Um, I wouldn't say it played a big part. Um, you know, if another team somewhere else, was farther away, but they had gave me everything that, you know, like Xavier was talking. Um, it could have been somewhere else, but that was just something that was, you know, came out on the good side. You know, it's like a plus, a plus to it. But, uh, before taking visits there and, you know, going there, have you been to Cincinnati before? Uh, I've, I've been a few times, but it was when I was younger, so I couldn't really remember. Have any players like on the team reached out to you or you know talked to you since you uh oh committed? yeah for sure yeah for sure I, I I know a few players already um you know so I got we got you know two other transfers Quincy um Oliverian um a big from North Texas so I already knew them yeah so what are some goals you have for the upcoming season oh uh, you know um. Make uh, be the top team in Big East, uh, making it to, you know, the NCAA tournament, and you know, trying to advance all the way to the championship. Um, you know, win a Big East championship, and just have, you know, success. Not making it to the tournament, like was that one of like your main focus when picking the school? Like you know, you want to uh, make the tournament and you know show your name when is that time. Yeah, for sure. That was definitely one of my key things was making it to the tournament. I wanted to do anything, you know, go or somewhere where I could have the best chance of doing that. Okay. So I have a little fun part. I have 10 questions that you have to answer in 30 seconds. Do you think you can do it? Bet. All right, let me get this timer ready. We will start. Are you ready? Yeah. Game-winning shot at home or away? At home. Fried chicken Wednesday or fried fish Fridays? Fried Chicken Wednesdays. Top pregame song? Uh, Lonely Child by Young Boy. Favorite food? Um, chicken Alfredo. Favorite shooter hoop in? Ooh, any Kyrie's. LeBron or Jordan? LeBron. Call or text? Text. <laughs> Singing or dancing? Uh, dance. Instagram or TikTok? Instagram. Three things, three words to describe your game. Dog, dog, dog. <laughs> I like it. You went over by like five seconds, but it's all good. 
So what can you tell Musketeer fans out there listening what you're going to bring to the team next season? Uh, I'm going to bring greediness. Um, I'm going to bring hard work, and I'm going to bring win. I like that. I want to say thank you for coming on, accepting my invite, and I'll be watching you, wishing you for success, uh, just hoping on a great season for you. All right, bro. Appreciate it. No problem.